The Chris and Joe Show. Brought to you by Parker and Sons Heating, Cooling, Plumbing, and Electrical. A-plus rating with a Better Business Bureau. If you missed that first hour, uh, I can't even tell you how excited I am that we had Robert Englund and Elena Santa Cruz in from the Arizona Republic. They're the ones that broke the Gilbert Goon story. And uh, frankly, Joe, if we can be a little meta here for a moment, I was very happy with how that interview went. Uh, I thought they provided incredible information. I felt like your questions were so good. Uh, people don't know this, but Joe does a lot of the producing behind the scenes, too, and he crafted so much of that and uh, just spectacular. Uh, so we'll have that up on the podcast after the program as well, and I highly recommend that you check that out. It's it's tough because yeah, you know, I, I love what you said right there, where you're really happy with how it went. I am, but I also I sit here and I, I walked uh, Elena and and Robert out, and just you mentioned in the interview, you know, the videos that they've had to see and things like that. And, Can't even imagine it. And you know the, the things that they mentioned, where it's like, yes, I have a feeling like, hey, that interview went really well. I want to spread the news of what's going on, and I want to promote their reporting because they're doing a phenomenal job. But I also wish that we didn't have to talk about a story like this. But since we do, I want to do it in the best way possible. Mm-hmm. And and I, I felt, you know, th- they're the best ones out there in terms of doing that. Why wouldn't we want to talk to them? I sent Joe a text, what, two days ago, three days ago? Was it last? It wasn't you last You and I night, trade texts every night about the show. I sent Joe a text a day or two ago, and I said, I hate this story, but I love yeah. that we have it. And, and I you, said you to like, you. What do you mean like, you hate this story? I was like, yeah, like, explain to me, you know, why you hate There's it. There's nothing good about this story, mm-hmm. right? This is a bad story. You've got, you've got teen violence. You've got someone who lost their life. You have lives that are going to be turned upside down. You Let have me stop you real quick, things. though. Yeah. You say there's nothing good here, and... And, and I would stop you and okay. I would say yet. And that that might be the final you know piece of this story of you mentioned that we are seeing uh, cities like Chandler with zero tolerance to see what comes out of that. They're working with a number of groups down there. I hope that we because if you don't learn from the past and if you don't learn from your mistakes, you know, what, what do you say? You repeat it over and over. History what if I will just repeat itself. Don't make that mistake to start with, though. That's but, where but I that's am, right? happened here. Terrible things have happened okay. here. And and my hope is that people do learn this, in, in particular, that parents learn, hey, I need to be more in touch with my kids, and that maybe kids stop and think, hey, you know what, if I've got beef with somebody or if I'm PO'd at the world, that doesn't mean I should go beat the tar out of them or go yeah, to a party true. and take five or six of my buddies. Like, hey, take a deep breath and chill out. I just, I guess I just hate that every silver lining requires a dark cloud. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I learned not to hit my thumb with the hammer. Mm-hmm. Uh, after I thumped it one time. Mm-hmm. I wish I hadn't thumped it that one time, though. Yeah, how about I guess that's where I am. Preston Lord lost his life here. It's terrible. It's horrible. People, that's what I mean. People were hit with brass knuckles. They're bloody. They're going to, you know, the ER. There's, terrible. you know, thousands of dollars of, you know, you know, physical damage that have been done to them. It's awful, but I hope we do get some goodness out of it in the end. Let's shift gears just a little bit here. And again, that podcast will be up, but I I wanted to, it is Friday afternoon. It is Super Bowl weekend. Mm. And I wanted to shift gears a little bit, I guess, change the tone uh, as we, as we head toward uh, outspoken with Bruce St. James and uh, Gatos. They're in here at four o'clock. Perry high school is one of the schools where some of these goons uh, uh, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly there. And I cover my legal grounds, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So Perry allegedly has some alleged goons who allegedly go to alleged schools and some alleged classes at allegedly Perry high. Okay. 
happen to see the headline. Perry High School unveils Brock Purdy Way in honor of the 49ers quarterback. And I thought, well, there's a nice way to put a little positive twist in your school among a sea of negativity lately. How do you feel about that if you're in a cardinal state? You're honoring a Super Bowl quarterback. I, I get it out there, but I also know people were, were ticked off out here with the Brock Purdy billboards that went up out here. Like, this is Cardinal country. What are you doing honoring that guy? Okay, Can I be honest? Um, That's behind, what we do here. Behind the scenes a little bit. So I, I sold my house in Mesa. It sold January of 2020. Mm-hmm. I left the state. Yeah. Came back January this year. Right. Mm-hmm. So I've been gone for four years. Mm-hmm. When I come back, I see the the Brock the Brock Purdy billboard. I saw it on on ten. Is that the one? That's the one, right? Uh-huh. It was on ten. Um, were there more? Or Was it just that one that was? I I don't know how many I, were. Up. That's the one I saw. Anyway. Okay. Were they up that long? A couple we, days, I think. So after the playoffs had begun, uh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I get okay. You're in the same. You're in the same conference. I get that, but like you're not okay. Listen, Kyler Murray and Brock Purdy not in the playoffs together. So this is not a Cardinals versus Niners thing. This is like, okay, our team is out. Let's vote. Let's root for the local guy. Even if they were both in the playoffs together, to me, it's okay to, hey, it's not rooting for the hometown boy, but it's okay to say like, hey, he's from here. He That's grew, pretty cool. He grew up out here. We're proud of him. How do we make this national story local? Let, let's say it do. was <laughs> it was Cardinals and 49ers in the NFC Championship, because obviously they can't meet in the Super Bowl. And, and But let's say yeah. those two teams were in the NFC Championship. It's okay to say, hey, we hope Brock Purdy does awesome, but we hope the Cardinals win. Like, it's okay. Sure. Like, you can root for that guy because he grew up in your area or he went to your high school or that city. Yeah. But... Yeah, all of this, like, what? We're a cardinal city. No, I will not. I will not tolerate such a thing. There will be none of this in my town. Zero tolerance. Uh, okay, here's the important part. Mm-hmm. Arizona is one of those legal states for betting now, right? It, it is? Yeah. It, it is, yeah, yes. Okay, yes. don't confuse me. <laughs> No, I was in California, and I was at a station that all of a sudden turned into a sports betting station. Sports betting is not legal in California, but that's Correct. the radio station changed. That yep. was that was a fun phone call. So, uh, Joe, if you had if if I gave you twenty bucks and I said yeah. put this on the team you think is going to win, hmm. well, here's where's, one, here's where's one thing going? that I can tell you. And remember, uh, the boss Long may be listening. It, who is a big Chiefs fan? Here's one thing I can tell you: I I wouldn't be betting on because I <laughs> I saw this story the other day. You cannot bet legally in Arizona on all of those. What color will the Gatorade be? What will Usher's first song oh, be? Those are the prop bets. You can't so, bet on those? There, there are other prop bets that are tied to the game. But no, in Arizona, good luck finding an app. Maybe there's some out there, but I, yeah. I couldn't find any. It has to be decided on national anthem. Like, nope, not out there Okay, here in Arizona. So it, I believe it has to be decided on the field of play here in Arizona was the vibe that I was getting as I I was looking through the that long list sense. of Arizona Red X. Can't bet that there. So that so, makes sense to me because somebody could like Usher could put money on his own song list and then change it, right? Mm, or somebody behind the scenes course, knows what the, the song list anthem, is. But there are lists of states where you can yeah. bet on how long will the national anthem go, things like that. Probably Florida. They'll let you get away with anything. Um, so if I were to place a wager on the game, yeah. 
what is the current? Is it the Chiefs with two, two, two yeah. and a half, one and a half? Let's I've seen all those out there. Let's call it the, what we call How the about, money line. Who would you pick to win the game? I'm taking the Chiefs. How about that? You're taking the Chiefs to win? They've been hotter lately, and I feel like better coach, Andy Reid. Yeah, better quarterback. Best player on the field, Patrick Mahomes. Okay. And momentum. I, I know there was a week off, but I will ride the momentum wave. And push comes to shove. Better kicker, too. So if it's a close game late, yeah. I like the Chiefs kicker a little more, too, in those pressure situations. So I will take the Chiefs to win a close game. Give me 24-23. I think uh, I'm going to go the other way. Uh, and you I'm just gonna say really love Niners. to just thumb your nose at the boss. I'm going to go with the Niners, and I'm going to say eighty-four that, to two. No, I think this is going to be. I, I think this is going to be a, a medium scoring game, like you said. Would you say twenty-four, twenty-three? Yeah. I'm going to go twenty-seven, twenty-four Niners, mm-hmm. and I say that because I think they have a better team. They have more talent on that team. They have Hall of Famers lined up on both sides of that ball, and I think that their coach is wildly talented. And if it weren't for the fact that Andy Reid is the coach on the other side, he would be the best coach uh, on the field. There wouldn't even be a question about it. So uh, I'm going to go with the Niners in this one. So we're going to be watching the great plays and the hits on Sunday, but much of America is moving away from the high contact aspect of football What's going to replace tackle football in the schools if it goes away? Your new obsession will be next on KTAR News. Chris and Joe, afternoons 2 to 4 on KTAR News 92.3 and the KTAR News app. We call it the volley. It is coming up after our news. With Becky Lynn here at 3.30, we will uh, volley back and forth some of the top headlines of the day. I'm Chris Merrill. He is Joe Huizenga. One uh, casual activity, you might play it at family reunions, it's the competitive sport of flag football. I did this as a child, uh, Joe Huizenga. I did this uh, in fifth grade. We didn't have tackle football in fifth grade. We had flag football in fifth grade. A lot of schools are transitioning away from... Uh, traditional tackle football at the younger ages because they say it's safer. In fact, California was looking at adopting a law that would ban tackle football under the age of 12 or basically sixth grade and below. And we're seeing flag football growing in popularity, kind of like we've seen pickleball doing. People love their pickleball. You don't have to tell me that. Every night I I go on a, a walk and I walk by a park and there's four courts there and there's tennis courts too, Oftentimes, the tennis courts either have people playing pickleball as well, or they're entirely empty. The pickleball court is packed with people. It's so popular, and I've never played it. I'm just wondering, is is pickleball easier on the knees? Is there less movement? Is it like tennis without all of the running? I think it's lazier. Okay. That's that's, that's my takeaway from it. So it's very trendy. It's kind of like a, like a 5K to a marathon, or like me, I do the fun run walk to the 5K. Okay. Is that it? I see, yeah. I, I'm, I'm the marathon, and then, yeah, you got a lot of people who are like, I'll, I'll do the fun run. <laughs> so the International Olympic Committee, the IOC, announced uh, last year flag football is going to be headed to the summer games in Los Angeles coming up in 2028. So flag football. Not football, which you might think, hey, the U.S. wants to... Remember we introduced softball and baseball to the Olympics? You'd think maybe we'd introduce American football to the Olympics. No. 
We're introducing flag football and to the Olympics. Not clear yet on if NFL players will be allowed to participate or not, but you better believe if they are that the U.S. will be taking home gold. There were some games a couple of years ago <laughs> down, I want to say, in Birmingham, and the U.S. men took gold, the women took silver in those flag football. It's embarrassing to not win gold. Uh, I the, mean, for the women. I mean, it's embarrassing. Who knows? I, I didn't look up who won the gold, but um, it, you, you pointed out the, the injuries associated with it. And when you're talking little kids, I don't think people even think concussions, though. I think they just think, no, you know, bro- think broken arms, broken legs, things like that. And to me, you probably can teach the fundamentals of football just as easily with flag football outside of the tackling aspect of it. But you can teach the basic rules. But you've also, it's kind of a totally different, you've played it. I, I've only played it on like the recess field, yeah. but it's it's a totally different game. You've got like five people running around out there. It's not 11 on 11. Oh, ours was. Our, it was 11 uh, on yeah, 11. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. Did you have like an offensive and defensive line and everything? Yes. Okay. Okay. I, uh, uh, point of reference, I was like 10 when I did it. So I'm trying to recall. That was, uh, I mean, that was nearly 11 years ago. I'm trying to remember exactly what happened. Uh, yeah, in fact, they put me, I was on the defensive line, and I hated it. I wanted to I wanted to play. I wanted to have the ball, because that's what we did during recess, and I never got to have the ball. I had to block, or I had to try to go get the quarterback, and I never did, and I thought I was terrible at it. Uh, my son, however, he did play tackle football when he was in fifth or sixth grade, and um my observation is this. Mm-hmm. There's no reason to ban flag football if the reason you want to ban it has to do with injuries, concussions. No reason to ban real football, I'm sorry, not there's flag no reason football. To ban it. There's no reason Tackle to ban football. Correct. There's no reason to do that if your concern is injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, if you just if, if your concern is I just want it to be cheaper, well, that makes perfect sense to me. Flag football is way cheaper. You basically than got it. a belt with two plastic flags oh on it with gosh. a little bit of Velcro as oh. opposed to... Helmets, cleats. Pads, cleats, yeah. And not only that, but let's face it, you got to do a lot of laundry. You have to keep those the, the pants with all the pads and everything else clean. And, I mean, when my son played, it was like they hit us. And they said, oh, here's what you need to play. It'll be, here's your installment plan for your child oh. to play football. It was huh. wild. It was crazy. But I, I didn't feel like it was any more dangerous than flag football would have been. And the reason I say that is under the age of 12, uh, they're really not hitting very hard. They don't have enough body mass to hit that hard. I mean, they might be 11 or 12 and be able to run. You, know, you might be able to see them and go, wow, that kid is quick. But there's just not enough mass behind that to be able to do a great deal of damage, especially when you have helmets. So I feel like the equipment is even more effective on the small bodies. The bodies don't have enough mass to generate that much force to create the injuries. If you're worried about broken arms or broken legs, listen, in flag football, we actually saw that. That happened to a kid on our team. So I've seen that happen. I don't think injuries is the reason to ban it, which is what the big push has been in different places. I do think you can teach the fundamentals, as you pointed out, Joe. I have another another theory, too. Go on. Is it possible... That is it kind of like soccer and everybody it's for the unskilled people? No, you oh. just you know what I'm talking about here. Like I don't. You, you go out to the park and you see real little kids play soccer. Yeah. And it's not like those people who play World Cup soccer. No, you it's basically cuter. it's like a it's kind of like a bee's nest, <laughs> like just kind of like easing towards the goal. That's what little kids playing soccer looks like. You got like one kid kicking the ball. Yeah. But then you got a bunch of kids chasing them usually. Yeah. So is that why flag football is more the thing where is it just 
more aesthetically pleasing, easier on the eyes, where, hey, trying to chase kids, sure, kids play tag all the time, flag football, that's cool, but if you're playing real football, is it more of just kind of the, man, those pads, they're bulky, kids can't really run so well, so is the, is it more, so it's cuter. kids feel more engaged with it, and yeah, it's a little cuter. With with tackle football, you think they feel more engaged? No, I think with flag football, that kids feel like, hey, I can run oh, free. I'm just wearing a T-shirt. And yeah. mom and dad feel like, wow, this is this is fun to watch little Billy out there run around as opposed to, wow, we're pa- pl- paying all this money for him to play tackle football. And yeah. it's basically just, you know, hey, whoever's the biggest and the strongest is going to win every time. Yeah, you might be onto something there. No. Yeah, I think there's something to that. And again, it's expensive, and for what? Mm-hmm. I think it is probably more fun for the kids to have that freedom of movement. Uh, now, what's interesting, too, is what I've witnessed in nationwide with places that are pushing for this is that seventh grade, they allow tackle football because they're trying to get the, the, the junior high kids ready to go when they get to high school so they can play JV and then they can play varsity football and whatever else. So mm-hmm. it really doesn't. We're really talking about young kids here. I don't think it makes a, a huge difference. Um whether you're playing flag football or tackle football, it's just a flag football is a lot more accessible. Win tickets to see the legendary comedian Jeff Dunham at the Footprint Center on February 21st for his still not canceled tour. Head to the contest page right now at KTAR.com for complete details and your chance to win. You got the Phoenix Open this weekend. You got the Super Bowl on Sunday. But what might be even bigger is right around the corner. Are you ready for it? A couple of Tempe and Scottsdale fast food places have you covered. That is next on The Volley on KTAR News. Chris and Joe, afternoons 2 to 4 on KTAR News 92.3 and the KTAR News app. You also find us on the Facebook at Chris and Joe KTAR. Chris and Joe KTAR on Facebook. All right, we'll do the volley every day at this time. It's when we take the rest of the big headlines that we haven't had a chance to get to because we were diving deep in the first hour and then we were talking about the uh, the hot social topic, I suppose, to kick off the 3 o'clock hour. But these are some of the other big headlines and we'll ask the, uh, the important questions around them as we tickle your brain bone in the volley. Joe, between a new sports book at the Phoenix Open, expanding access and interest in mobile betting and what likely is going to be the most watched Super Bowl ever. Mm-hmm. Taylor Swift. Thanks, Taylor. Arizonans could make a record-setting wagers this weekend. Since legal sports betting started in September of 2021, Arizonans have wagered more than $13.6 billion, and sports books have made about a billion dollars, according to Legal Sports Report. That's from Axios, by the way. Are sports more fun to watch? Here's your volley. Are sports more fun to watch when you've got skin in the game? Yes. So, yes. Yes. A hundred percent. It's it's a reason that, look, I'm responsible, but there's times where I might say, hey, you know what? I've got five bucks. I'm going to put it on this game or that game, and I'm going to, you know, I'll, I'll look up something online to have an educated guess for what I think's going to happen, and it stings a little bit more when I'm wrong. But it feels a little bit better when I'm right. Is there a sweet spot? Uh, because I feel like if I've got $100 on a game, oh. I feel like, oh, Dude, no. Then it goes from a little sting to, oh. oh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, so to me, the sweet spot is that five, le- $10 le- range. Less than $20. Yeah. And really I would even it's, say $20. About, I start to get anxious. It's about 10 bucks. Yeah. Pablo, do you feel like, uh, does, does it make the game no. more enjoyable to bet? No. 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 I, I love watching the game. 
whether or not I have a bet on it. But Pablo, I'm also going to call you, you out here. You you wager on pro wrestling with us sometimes. That's fixed. How can you wager on pro there, wrestling? There's, 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 certain, first. there's, certain, there's certain events where you can because we don't know what's going to happen. But wait a minute. Arizona doesn't allow us to bet on how long the national anthem will be at the Super Bowl. Via, be- a, via a sports book. If you and I want to do something on our own that says, like, hey, Chris, I bet it's going to be uh, over under two minutes. Which side do you want? Oh, you mean you, you and guys I do could like still. No, so there's a certain. Uber betting is there's it, certain right? There's a certain event where we pull numbers. Out, a fiver in a desk drawer. We but pull numbers fair, out of a hat. I, I, I'm a big boxing <laughs> fan, and sometimes when I wager on boxing, when I feel like I have an educated guess, like Joe was saying, yeah. then, yes, there is. Oh, I, uh, see? All right, there we go. Exactly. Very good. All right. All right. Uh, tied to the Super Bowl here, Chris. Um, Christian McCaffrey and uh, uh, I just see Bosa here. Nick Bosa is the one with the 49ers, Nick right? Bosa because then there's yeah, a, Joey another. Bosa is with the Chargers, yeah. right. So they're not happy. They They're had not. a no. So this is before the game, of course. Here they had a little uh, six a.m. wake up call at the the team hotel that's uh, just off the strip in Vegas. They got a six a.m. fire alarm the other day, and um, <laughs> Mr. McCaffrey, who is the running back for the team, uh, one of the team's stars that that you mentioned earlier. You know, George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel. Keep going. Uh, it's a very long Bosa. list of stars on that team. Yeah, more stars than what I would say the Chiefs have, but yeah. the Chiefs have the biggest star. Uh, Christian McCaffrey is quoted as saying here, "I think there's no way it's random. It's part of it. It's just more wood thrown on the fire." As if to say, like some Chiefs fan found out what hotel we're staying at, and he showed up and pulled the fire alarm. Yeah, probably. So I want to know, Chris. If if you were to be woken up in the middle of a night be, via fire alarm, yeah, are are you like a uh, a bear that's hibernating for the winter and you get up and you're, you're what happened here, or are you like, hey man, this stuff happens sometimes. <laughs> this used to happen to me when I was in college. Somebody would pull that fire alarm in the dorm, and I I, I reacted the same way. This happened to me. I was in Dallas and it went off one time. Uh, and you know what I did is I rolled over and put the pillow over my ear and just waited for the stupid thing to go off. And it was the Sheridan in Dallas. You know what they did? They comped us for the entire night. It was great. And see I that, loved that. George Kittle, who's the team's tight end, he also said he walked into the bathroom and just waited it out for 18 minutes. They Smart. never they never had to evacuate the hotel. No, they he, never do. He said he just went in there. He's like, yeah, man, whatever. I was, however, in Vegas when the W caught on fire. The, the, the West, uh, it's the Hilton West, whatever it is, just off the strip there. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, that did have a fire. Like we were walking, we left and went to get dinner. We saw smoke coming out of our building, huh. and all of a sudden, the fire truck showed up. Oops, that was a booger. All right, uh, Joe, uh, let me get to this one. Wait, wait, we we, get, we got to ask Pablo here oh, too. Pablo. Pa- Pablo, fire alarm goes off. One to ten. One being like you're chill. Ten being like you're you're. You 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 wake up. You know. What number are we assessing you? How Four angry? Five. You're, okay, you're yeah. a little ticked, but not too you, bad. You're a fan of fire, uh, the fire drills around here. Don't say I'm a fan <laughs> yeah. of fire. <laughs> the fire drills we have when the fire alarm goes off in the building. I am very unhappy when those things happen. We have to go outside, sit in the parking lot. Takes away it's from great. my time to do you get work. To bond with the rest of our building. I do Take like a nice to bond. walk outside. It's beautiful. I I love the story I have about Joe Biden's press conference last night, which I thought was. 
wonderful to watch. Train Just wreck. an absolute train wreck. Oh, my gosh. But I did tease that we would talk about the most important holiday that is coming up here uh, because we have the West, we have the uh, Waste Management Open. Mm-hmm. We have the uh, Super Bowl. But next week is Valentine's Day. So White oh, Castle is going to swap holiday. out. Yeah, White Castle is swapping out its casual vibe for hostess seating and tableside service at the Tempe and Scottsdale locations for 4 o'clock until 9 p.m. on February 14th. Look at Pablo over there. He's, he's getting a hold of Open Door to see if he can make uh, reservations oh, right now. Dude. Don't do this, guys. You can expect pink and red decor, heart-shaped plates, and spiffed up waiters. Oh, it is a trap if White you Castle do this. White Castle waiters. You can also order holiday-themed merchandise online like a Love Castle robe. Can you imagine Joe Biden driving by a White Castle on Valentine's Day? What happened there? I remember the days when that was just sliders. That would be it. It was so good to White Castle. You could do it all. You could do a Big Mac there. I was no, there with the president Joe, of France two weeks ago. <laughs> that was 34 years ago, Joe. Get a royale with cheese. And I was the president of Bolivia, Joe. Yeah, that's right. All right, so would this seal the deal with your smoochikins, Joe? Okay, it's it's. I will admit it's a bad idea when I speak to women on the program. In general. I, I'm going to speak to men right now. Okay, go ahead. On the program. Yeah. Never. Do this. No. Do not do this, guys. You need to, if you have not made your reservation already for a nice restaurant that that has, you know, sit down, is not a fast cash or a fast food place at uh, 341 on Friday, you need to make that happen. Make yeah. it happen right now. Do not think, oh, I can do this White Castle thing. Unless your lady is a White Castle fanatic, yeah. do not think you can do this and that she will right. see any humor or be okay with it. Olive Garden is already booked with people under the age of 20 for Valentine's Day. I so. guarantee you she will be ticked off at you. Pablo, you going to try to take a lady to uh, White Castle? Romantico. I like it. Um, yeah, I know yeah. you like it. But sure. You, a lady who you're with, you think she's going to roll up to White Castle and be like, Sliders, yay! Uh, I, Ten packs. Uh, the Spanish-speaking ones, Will, I can totally make sense. Vamos para el Castillo Blanco. Vamos a como hamburguesas. Con pan arabe. Like somehow it's both racist and not racist at the same time when he says that. They're, I don't understand it. But I'm right. Sliders. <laughs> it's like the Spanish-speaking ladies are going to love this. If I have said that, I'd have been run out of town. Unbelievable! I made it sound good. Didn't I? <laughs> you did. Like, not gonna lie. I'm thinking about ordering one of those Love Castle robes for you and me now, buddy. You just keep talking to me like that. I am gonna Love Castle this up. One ditched a cross country convoy when their trucks broke down. The other pushes buses for fun. Two unique road warriors share tips on how to make your commute a bit more interesting. That's next on KTAR News. Chris and Joe, afternoons 2 to 4 on KTAR News 92.3 and the KTAR News app. I'm Chris Merrill. He's Joe Huizinga. It's Chris and Joe. You'll find us on uh, Twitter, Chris and Joe KTAR, at Chris and Joe KTAR. Okay, so I was listening to Outspoken yesterday, and I was hearing... My apologies. Uh, I was hearing uh, Gato's talk about uh, pushing a bus. 
And I thought, <laughs> I thought, here's a guy that will push a bus in order to make sure he gets to work on time. And then I was talking with Bruce last week, and he was talking about how he abandoned a convoy of other trucks because their trucks wouldn't start in the cold, but his did. And he yeah. was like, well, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. And I just think, you guys are road warriors. <laughs> I just didn't want to yeah. sit on the bus anymore. <laughs> My shorts were so wet, I wanted to get out of there so fast. I had to go and change. It was Where, so wet yesterday. Where'd you get that hot garbage? That you rolled in here in the hot what the, the clothing Garth. that you were wearing. Uh, I went to Ross, dress mm-hmm. for less, and uh, accidentally bought women's leggings. And as you well saw it, I put them on yesterday, and they were at least dry, very snug. I, I, I ran in, ran out. It wasn't my best day. I must be honest. Hmm. I, okay, wasn't he was my... embarrassed. Literally, he's he walking through the halls of the radio station. Oh, like, don't look at me. People just don't look at me. <laughs> oh, it's funny because he was nine dollars into an outfit at Ross. I had white tube socks on from Ross. <laughs> yeah, he didn't get shoes. He just got white socks. No, I was. So he I was, walked around in socks all day. I walked around in socks. This is what I have to deal with. It's the first week working with this guy, Shoes and already we've set a bucks. pretty low standard. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> okay, B, you're on this bus yesterday. Yeah. For people that missed it, yeah. uh, Gatos, you're on this bus. It's the parking shuttle bus. Yeah, and the one in front of you broke down. Broke down right? okay, in the so, middle of the road. And I was listening to the story, and I was thinking, all right, is he jumping up like, I need to go help somebody, they need help, and I was thinking, is this no. Superman cape, or no. is this, is no. this, Gatos is getting frustrated because he's sitting still, and he's got to get to work. I'm not sitting in this damn bus. Screw this, I'm out of here. I, get out of my way. I didn't do it for anybody else. I did it for me, for Pete's <laughs> sake. I want to get out of there. All right, there it is. <laughs> but no one was leading. I took the lead. I said, listen. Somebody this, has to be a leader. So, the bus was in the middle of the road. It's not going anywhere. After yeah. 20 minutes, I start asking questions. We got <laughs> off the bus. We went and asked the bus driver, what's going on? I'm broken down. And, and Bruce, you said it. He's not the hero we deserve, but he's the hero, <laughs> he is the we, hero need. we need. Yeah. We need him on, like, airplanes, right? The next, day my, next time my flight's delayed, I'm going to say, Gatos, get up in the front of the plane, figure out what's going on. You, lead us. Lead us. Haven't you guys ever gotten so frustrated? You're like, all right, I could do this better. I'm going to just go ahead and do it. I do, but off. what I admire about you is that you are just going to do it. I'm just like, going to do it. I will st- I will boil up. It will, really? I will just go, like, why are we not moving? This is terrible. And especially if I'm with, like, my wife. Wife will have to come and go. This is ridiculous. If it's the bus is broken down, they get off the bus and push it out of the way. Why aren't they doing this? But you said, forget it. That bus is broken down. We're pushing it out of the way. And then yeah. you came back and told the rest of your bus, <laughs> "Let's get go. out. Get out of the bus. We're pushing the one in front of us." You're like the Ty Pennington is awesome of the of the Phoenix Open. Uh, my drawers were so wet. I, I would have done anything to get home. I think most people's reaction is like, "Hey, we're out of here. We're just gonna walk." Can't no, walk. Yours? No. Well, no. Oh, it, was it was way too far. You Joe couldn't make, walk. Joe make a great point because we were looking like, okay, if we how walk, far would the walk? Oh, it was it was a few miles. Oh, it was in the rain. Easy, a few miles. And it's still pouring at that yeah, point. Yeah, because it was about a it was about a seven to eight seven to ten minute bus ride from where we parked to where we were get were dropped couldn't off. Walk. It would it would have taken forever. I was surprised because you know you're driving down the 101. Mm-hmm. I noticed where they have those uh, temporary digital signs. Yeah, and the parking. For the waste management was nowhere near no, no. the golf course. It was like five more exits down. Yeah, I've seen that. I, part of it had to do with the the other. They all got flooded. Closed, and, yeah, right? you, they yeah. couldn't park it. Part of their plan to two through six closed. We were in eight. I don't think we ever saw eight. They put us in C. 
Uh, the other thing is there were there were, there were a lot of places you could park before, but now they're building apartments on that land. Oh yeah, so they lost parking there. Oh yeah, and I think they were totally overwhelmed. Yeah, they, I didn't see a lot of police. I saw a lot of you know uh, the people trying you know with the with the the orange the, yeah, so, the yeah, orange vest like yeah. parking yeah. attendants and they were just trying, trying to direct but, traffic. Yeah, they were trying. What's the hot thing you guys are opening with today? What's uh, what's the big stuff to talk about in the program? Um, I think we're going to talk about if Biden lost the election last night on that disastrous press conference. Wow, it yeah, was right. It was horrendous. And, you know, the, we, we also have the five best excuses that people are oh, making good. for mm. him. Yeah. And um, they're the silliest things I've ever heard of. Well, listen, I'm looking forward to Saturday Night Live. Oh, for that thing. Oh. Well, they might just replay be, that press conference. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how you could do a, a a better reenactment of it. Or they'll pass on it because we all know why, and that would be a mistake. Uh, they won't. No, it's, it's not, not right. Bruce and Gatos coming up with Outspoken right after us here at four o'clock on KTAR.